Is podcast time. Hey everybody, how's it doing? Welcome back to Thoughtfully Absent Minded. Today, my the main thing I want to talk about. Um, I know it's been a while. It's been a little while since I've made one of these. Just because I haven't really thought of, didn't really have any inspiration, didn't really know where to go, and I just have sort of been going through a lot of personal stuff recently that has been sort of making me not feel very motivated to do stuff like this. So, um, I'm here now, though. And what I wanted to talk about today was just kind of like the weird, like, I didn't start my timer, shit. Um, oh, fuck. Um... Different, uh, like, naming conventions in fantasy novels throughout the years. Um. And just to. Oh, jeez. Okay. And just to sort of gauge things, I have, you know, The Hobbit here. Um, and then I have a handful of novels. I have a couple that were written in, like, the 19... This one was written in, like, um... I believe this is the 70s. Maybe this is the 80s. Hold on. I really should have looked this up before I started, but hey. <laughs> yeah, this one's from 1979. Uh, this one by the one, the only, the legendary Gygax himself is from 87, so this is 10 years later. Um, I don't know when this one was written. I don't know when Rob Aspern was doing shit. Uh, 2002? No, no, this was written... Yeah, this was, this was 84 and 85, okay. Um, and then I have some Guild Wars 2 novel that was written, like, fucking... Um, uh, like 2011, so pretty recent. You know, you got you we got the Hobbit, which is like the baseline. Um, I believe this this version copyright 3738. And 66. I think 66 is when he went back, I guess. But this copyright at 37. So we have, like, the beginning. Uh, we have a couple uh, middle ground areas. And then we have pretty recent. And I just kind of want to look at the different names, right? And think, like... So Mything... Mything... Rob Asprin... These books are from before Gygax, right? This one's for 87. So Gygax, this was after. 
Interesting. That's real interesting. I didn't know Rob Aspirin's work was that fucking old. Okay. Um, but this one's the prophecy of Lamoth, so that's before. So we'll just we'll just we'll just start with Tolkien. And like in Tolkien, right? In the Hobbit, um, the names are pretty like kind of basic. I don't know where he got the idea for, you know, Bilbo and all the other hobbits, Gandalf. Um but if you look at the dwarven names, pretty much every single dwarven name from Norse mythology is in here. If you look up a list of every single dwarven name from Norse mythology, every single one of them is used in the Tolkien book. And all, most of them are used in The Hobbit, um, which was the first sort of written work that he put together and put out there. I'm pretty sure I think I, that... I, I should probably know more about Tolkien to say that, but I appreciate that's the case of Hobbes first that he ever like published. Uh, and so those names are pretty basic, right? Um, there's not like a whole lot of fancy, uh, uh, fancy work done to come up with those names. He just pulled them from a list, right? Um, and and the thing is with his names, maybe this is the case because. Tolkien is so hardcore cemented in, like, Western mythology, like, in the West, right? In our culture, in our subcultures, in everything. Tolkien is, like, pretty much forever cemented in our collective um, history for the West, or at least America and the UK. Um, And I don't think he's ever going anywhere. I think... 30 years from now, even if, even if the goddamn, uh, 18 year old who was born in like 2021 and then it's like 2039, uh, that 18 year old's gonna have at least heard the name Bilbo, Frodo, or Gandalf, like at least once, right? Um, even if the fucking Lord of the Rings movies were made 30 years before them and, well, 30, I mean, if they were born in the 20s, it'd be like 20 years before them, but you know what I mean? You know what I mean, right? Even though they came, like, a long, substantial time, and the books came almost, like, almost 100 years before then, when they were 18, um, they would still at probably, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm pretty confident in thinking that they're gonna at least know the names, Bilbo, Frodo, Gandalf, uh, whether or not they've actually read the content or not, or have seen the movies, or know about it, they will have at least heard the name. Um, and I think the names that are used in... In The Hobbit and in um, The Lord of the Rings are iconic names and very easy very easy to just remember and go off the tongue, right? Um, uh, and I don't know if that's because The Hobbit is such a cemented thing in my mind or if it's because they actually are. I can't really gauge the... the... I can't really gauge that because it's not something that I can just read and be like, oh, yeah, that's a good word. I read it and I know. It's it's something that I've known from, like, a very, very young age. And I know Bilbo and I know Gollum and I know all of these names. And they're very iconic and easy to say for me because I know them, right? Um, and like I said, I can't, I can't, I don't know if that's because they're just so deeply rooted in my mind and my psyche from such a young age. Or if because they're actually that good and he actually just knew what the fuck he was doing when he was naming things. Let's fast forward about 30, 40 years uh, to the 1970s. 
I got a I got a book here called The Prophet of Lamoth, and I haven't read it yet fully. Um, I got it because the art on the front was cool, and it was an interesting concept about how these three warring kingdoms can only get to each other through this big three way mountain pass, and that's how they used to they used to march troops there all the time, and then one day just a dragon showed up, and would eat anyone passing through. So all of these kingdoms are, were kind of like at a complete standstill because they couldn't go to war with each other. Cause the dragon, literally no one could defeat the fucking dragon. And that was a two headed dragon. And the two headed, the two heads usually were in unison on a lot of things, a lot of agreement. Um, but the plot of the book is that someone shows up and I think like tricks the dragon or gives it a riddle and the two heads can't decide on what they think it is. And they just end up going mad. Um, and ravaging the place, and he, like, kidnaps a princess or something, but anyways, the point of, the point is, the point is, I bought this book because it sounded cool, and it looked cool, and the names in it, I think, are kind of cool, uh, it's, it's The Prophet of Lamoth by Robert Don Hughes, don't know who that is, um, this was always Gail's book, I don't know who that is either, but I don't think anyone other than good old, good old Rob would know who that is, um, so this was 79, and I'll just read off some of the names. Um, the two-headed dragon, one head is named Vicia, and one head is named Hinox. And those were very strange names when I first read them. I'm like, Vicia Hinox. And it's just called Vicia Hinox. That's what the dragon's called, with like a dash in the middle. But the heads, that's the name of the individual heads. So when they talk, they're like the individual ones. But some of the names on here, um, let's see, they sat quietly in Dragonstone. Pelman. Pelman the player. That's the name of the protagonist of this book. Pelman the player. Um, and Pelman's like a pretty good name, right? Like, it's it's weird. Pelman, right? Um, but if you add that little the title on there, uh, Pelman the player, or as it says down here, Pelman the power shaper. Pelman the player's cooler, though. Pelman's a name where I'm just like, Pelman. That's a good name. I can I can remember that. That's a good name. Um, and then, of course, I'm pretty sure this name has come up before, but, you know, you got Princess Bronwyn, right? Um, and Bronwyn's a good name. That could be from somewhere else, though, but, um, Rasha is in here. Rasha's a, a pretty decent name. Um, let's see, are there any other names in here? Self-appointed, uh, grudgingly people, blah, 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 blah. I'm just trying to, uh, run through here, and you got Bronwyn... Pelman. Ligny? That's a weird one. Ligny. Um, but I think it's simple enough, just like two sounds, Ligny. Um, that it's potentially uh, not the worst. Rasha, though. Rasha, solid name. Love it. Uh, Edmund Fay. It's a good one. Edmund is just a normal name. They just spelled it differently, though. So, you know. Also, not that impressive, dude. Um... But these names are pretty, uh... Ooh! Let's see. Pezzy. Pezzy. That's a weird one. Don't like that one. Pezzy. Pezzy choked but said nothing. Already he was speculating the nature of Nakwin's dragon. Dungeon. Nakwin. Nakwin's a cool name. It's a little bit weird sounding, but it's a cool name. Nakwin. Flay. But with an H at the end, so it's a person's name. Uh, Pezzy's a weird name, though. I don't know how I feel about it. But these names are, like, pretty decent. They're all right. Ton, T-O-H-N, Ton. It's good. Uh, 
Uh, Dorlith is a little weird. That's a weird one. Dorlith is in here. Um, um, sorry, Sari, and Pad, P A H D. This person really likes making short names and putting an H in there. I'm noticing that. Ton, T O H N, Pad, P A H D. Um, but I think the names and the and the prophet of the moth is cool, but. We just sort of get, um, there's this strange middle ground era. And I, honestly, I haven't cracked open Guild War, this Guild Wars book that my brother was going to throw away that I took from him when he was about to throw away. But I've played Guild Wars 2, and I actually like the naming conventions in it. So hopefully this is going to be like a, a journey of fantasy names started in a solid place got real fucking weird in the 80s and then went back to normal and got cool again because here I'm gonna pop to you I'm gonna propose I'm gonna show to you a fantastically titled name of a series by Gary Gygax one of the creators one of the co-creators of Dungeons and Dragons Gary Gygax is uh immortally famous in the nerd community, in the nerd culture. Um, but this is the second book he ever wrote, and it's called... Oh, my phone just vibrated. Oh, no. I didn't put it on silent. There we go. Um, sorry about that. Um, but this book is titled Gord the Rogue. Gord the Rogue. Weird name. Weird name for Gord. Let me just read you the first little page here. A little bit of the first first little... It's not even like the actual chapter. Um, Gord started to shout with glee as the chain-enwrapped glow bounced and rolled across the temple floor. His gaze followed it as it weaved this way and that. Then the young man's eyes widened as and his delight was cut short. The globe came to a stop at the feet of a small figure not much taller than the ball of translucent material itself, who had just stepped into the chamber. Oh, I read that wrong. Gord recognized him at once and spat his name under his breath as if it were a curse. Ob me, you dirty toad! What? 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 Ob me. OBMI, Obme. I get it, right? This is a dwarf. He's talking to a dwarf. So you think Obme, not weird, right? Obme? Obme. Eh, okay, first of all, weird name. Second of all, call him a dirty toad. What does that fucking mean? What's so dirt? What's wrong with a toad? It's a little frog. It's a little little reptilian thing that flippy flops around and lives in, like a, in swamps and bogs and muggy areas. Why is it bad, huh? Maybe that's just a, calling someone a toad. Maybe that's a, a diss that is lost to me in my arrogance and my youth of 23. Um, but it's a dwarf named Obmi. Uh, oh, so let's, let's keep going. Obmi, you dirty toad. I'll... The dwarf did not hear that remark. But even if he had, he could not have scowled any more blackly as he looked up at Gord, hanging onto the chain high above the floor. Bolt, bring down that monkey, he commanded, pointing towards Gord. 
Yes, Lord, the wizard replied. A bolt of crackling energy shot from the spellcaster's fingertips. The purplish-blue flash of electricity hit the thick metal chain and made an eerie, fiery light play up and down its length. An aura of light surrounded Gord's form, and he fell like a stone, hitting the floor feet first and then collapsing in a dull plop. The, the wizard's name is Bolt? What? I peaked the audio that that's gonna be that's gonna suck for trying to uh, trying to equalize that out. What? The wizard's name is Bolt. Gary, Gary, what are you doing, Gary? Gary, why did you do this? I don't understand. And here, and and then of course, like most uh, old fantasy books, right? You have the legend at the front that's got a map of the region and the names of the different locations. Um, and some of these are fine. Um, some of these are just, what the fuck, Gero? My gay, my gay, my big guy, man. My guy, Gex, what you doing, brah? Because you've got, like, the Crystal Mist Mountains, which, first of all, that sounds really fucking cool. That's a cool name. You've got some basic names for some deserts, the Ashen Desert, the Barren Plains, um... Uh, Shaban, the Shaban River. That's a cool name. That's a cool name. Shaban River, cool name. Um, but, but my big thing is, is you got names like Bar Dillingham, City Out of Mind, Gas Tour, Hloopaloo, Hloopaloo, H-L-U-P-A-L-L-U, Hloopaloo. Let's all go to Hloopaloo, or no, no, no. Let's not go to Hloopaloo. We gotta, we gotta take a, we gotta make a pit stop at, at Gakif, or Jackif, J A K I F, Jackif, or a uh, Carnoosh. How about Tashbull or Yolakand? Yolakand, Yolakand, Yolakand is actually a cool name. Tashbull. Not sure how I feel about that. Carnoosh. Carnoosh is just funny to say, but it's actually a pretty cool name. Carnoosh, city of Carnoosh, that'd be cool. But Hloopaloo? I mean, yeah, it's iconic, but not because you remember it, but not because it's like it's like smooth off the tongue. Hloopaloo. You got the Breer, Briar, actually Briar Tangle was pretty cool. Shaban River, Emerald Lake, Inferno Peaks, Ochre River, Penwild. Those are cool. Those are cool names. Bayoman Plains? Mmm. Ekbeer? That place in the desert is called Eggbeer. That place is called Toosmit. That place is just called Ket. Bissell. Like the fucking, what is that? What are the humidifiers? I don't fucking, uh, vacuums? Bissell vacuums? Yaluna? That's a cool name. Yaluna is actually a cool name. Um, Jade Bay, Western Jungle. Those are good names. Sea King's Land? That's a good, that's a good one. The Yeomanry? That's a cool name. Uh, but, but, Eggbeer? Eckbeer, Hloopaloo, Gas Tour? I don't know, man. And here's the thing. Here's the first fucking sentence. And granted, I think this is uh, supposed to be like uh, like an old god sounding name, but the first sentence is Hail to Grazd, King of the Abyss. Chorus to Throne of Demons. Other oh, demons. In voices that chirped, bellowed, grated, squawked, and growled. King Grazd. Conqueror of Prince Ariax. 
Ariax is a cool name. That's actually fucking cool. Um, Lamia, Succubi, and the Manadre of others echoed a huge Gemini figure stood. Grazzt. Because it's G-R-A-Z apostrophe Z-T. What? I'm sorry, what? Oh, Yanogu's in here! Prince Yanogu! Sorry, I'm like, this is D&D lore. I haven't actually read the book. He's on the first page. And Yanogu is like the demon prince of gnolls. Just a side note. But yeah, I got some weird names by Gary. Weird names. Some of them are alright. Some some of them, like, what the, what the fuck? The dwarf's name is Obmi, and the wizard's name is Bolt. Just makes me upset. A lot of creativity here. But uh, let's go Rob Asprin. Rob Asprin is a fantasy author that I really like. He made, like, a kind of a serial style of books. Really simple, really basic, but an interesting concept. Um... Kind of a dimension traveling concept, you know. You got this kid who's a wizard, and like each the, the 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 main theory is that each universe has magic in it. But um, I think each user universe has magic in it. I think so. Every universe has a form of wizardry, um, or wizards can have power there. It's not like you go to a universe and there's not magic there. But the whole concept is there's all these different universes where different wizards come from. And they all convene in this one dimension, this one plane, run by these creatures that are, like, masters of trade. And so, like, what happened is, uh, basically, basically, you just travel between planes, and you buy shit, and you do cool adventures, and you do cool wizard adventures in different universes. And that's, like, that's the premise of the book series. Um, and it's pretty simple. Um, but it goes on for a long time, and so far, I'm only on, like, maybe the fourth book, I think, in the series. Um, they're real short. They get shorter as they go. Um, and each one, you know, they tackle a new problem, and then it ends, and then it usually, like, comes back as a reference later on, um, and there is actual character development, but who knows? There's, like, 20 books in the series. But anyways, the names in this book are a little bit interesting. A little bit interesting in this series that he uses. The main protagonist's name is, is Skeeve. It's a little weird of a name. But it's, uh, at least it's memorable, I guess. Um, uh, and then the the main uh, protagonist's mentor character is named Oz. But the simple names, simple names like Chumley, uh, Skeev, Oz, uh, Nunzio, you know, like you got like the Italian dudes, this is kind of a Guido. Um, like every time they go to a different world, the different names are 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 generally like styled after that theme, but I think Rob Asprin does a real good book at na- real good job at naming things in his book. Real good job at naming things in his book. Um. Uh, but like the vampire's name is Dressier, and the vamp they go to they go to a vampire world where there's vampires and werewolves, and that's like the only thing in the world. And normal people are like monsters. It's fun. It's a fun little. Monster of the week, kind of... Whoa, Scoob! Now we're in a place where the only thing that exists are two kingdoms that play sports balls, and they, they hate each other, and they don't have war because they do they all settle all political matters through this death sport ball game. Um, but that that's a little taste of the 1970s. Granted, I don't have a, a large collection. I might redo this episode at some point and give you some more variety of names and just go to like a used bookstore, buy a bunch of fantasy novels from the 70s and 80s, and then just make a list. Um, 
Maybe. Who knows? But Guild Wars, uh, Edge of Destiny. This is like a prologue before the actual game. Uh, before the game Guild Wars 2 started. It's a good map. It's a solid map. It's the Guild Wars 2 world map, but drawn instead of... So let's see. Let's see. Let's look at some of these names in here. Keith. It's all right. It's good. It's a good name. Uh, what else we got in here? Uh, ba ba ba. Phelan. Phelan. Phelane. Phelane. Not sure about that name. Not sure about that name. Um. Oh, that was part one. That was the prologue. Um, you got Garm. Garm, G-A-R-M. It's a wolf, actually, so that's not that. So I guess that's not a person name. But you got Air Stagulkin. Stagulkin's a weird name, but they're like the Viking people. So I guess it's okay. Um, who else we got? When are we going to have other people in here? Shord. S-J-O-R-D. Shord, I guess. Um, let's see. I know there are other names in here. Why does it take so long to get any other characters in here? Silas. Just a good name. So I think I think a general uh, a thing that's good for naming conventions in games, Logan Thackeray. It's it's good to look at. I'm not I'm not a, a schooler, right? I'm not a I'm not a man who knows a lot about the, the history of names and naming conventions. But generally, from what I've come to understand, is that a lot of fantasy names come from real names. Um, they come from like because most fantasy novels are generally themed after like the technology level or the societal level of maybe um, like ancient uh, medieval era tech, right? That's the stereotypical fantasy, right? Um, there's no like engineering. There's there. I mean, there usually is in most people's settings, and in a fantasy world that has this magical source of arcane energy, it's hard to think that there isn't a level of technology that would appear around using this strange magical essence to power things. But um, a lot of the times, people draw on, like, old uh, medieval-type names. Um, and generally, normal names that existed around that time are used in fantasy. But... Um, and so I'm, I'm part of the... I'm part of the it's, it's always a toss-up when you come up with fantasy names because there's part of you that wants to be... Well, there's part of me that wants to go... This is... Fantasy is generally set in, like, um, medieval Europe. That's what most of the draws for the major parts of fantasy throughout history have been written and set around is that era of, like, it's it's the medieval times, but there's, a, there's magic. I fucking hit the mic cord, damn it. Okay, um... And, you know, that's cool, and that makes sense that there would be normal names in there. But something that was brought up when I was watching, uh, I believe it was Lindsay Ellis's review of Bright, the one with Will Smith where he plays a cop in L.A., and but there was, like, it's it, there's, like, been orcs and elves and shit and other fantasy creatures around since the beginning of time. Um, I said it doesn't make sense, right, for normal real-world names to exist in... Uh, fantasy realm, right? The name 
Jacob is from the Hebrew Bible. In a fantasy world where the Hebrew Bible never existed. Hebrews didn't exist. Ancient Mesopotamia didn't exist. Where none of the things that affect real life and the real life history of the world have happened. None of the naming conventions in this fantasy world should theoretically be the same. Now... That, that does go against, um, like, there's the common language and everybody speaks English, but it's not English, it's common. Um, and so who really knows what common really sounds like? I mean, we're just playing a game and we speak it and we just, that's what we generally use in fantasy is English is common or whatever language the players are speaking is the common language. Um, but, and there, and there are definitely different words that are rooted in different, places historically um and different different things throughout history people are named after that but 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 a lot of the general names that people had during the medieval time uh of western history aren't going to exist in this fantasy world so on the one hand i get annoyed with names like obmi even if i'm looking at like ancient scandinavian shit and dwarven names that still seems weird to me Maybe it's an actual, maybe it's one on the list of, 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 of dwarf names from Norse mythology that's actually named, and I'm just full of shit. But it's, uh, but, but even when you're doing stuff like that, like when people name fantasy people, they're like, oh, it's Alex Strakabla, blah, 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 like Alex Straza from World of Warcraft. That's where I was going with that. You knew where I was going with that if you were a nerd. You knew. Um, Alex Straza. That is such a weird, fantastical, magical name that would never exist in real history. Um, it's just completely made of fantasy. And, and I'm like, that's not a real name. Why would someone in a fantasy setting, when fantasy is based off of Western mythology, have that kind of over-the-top crazy name, right? Like, that doesn't seem anywhere anywhere at all based or rooted in in fantasy in western fantasy traditional or untraditional um but it's a it's but you but it but there's also the part of me that goes this is a fantasy universe that is completely separated and apart from the real world universe like our our history so the naming conventions that we've used, the historical names that people would have had in the medieval era wouldn't exist here because those people that they're named after never existed. And my brain just stopped working. Um, wow. Okay. Um, Um, I can't remember what I was going to say or what I was going to do next. So, basically, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's something to think about, I guess, when you're naming people in your fantasy setting is that, um, there are some, some real names, some real places, um, but also that the, the real names and real places, uh, just don't exist in that fantasy universe. Los Angeles wouldn't have existed because Los Angeles was named after some dude and some other person that sailed over to the Americas. And if, and if that never happened, and there were orcs and elves and all this other shit and magic that existed in the universe, that would have happened completely differently. In a world where we know there's magic, would people even believe 
in gods, right? Where people have the same type of pantheons, would the religions that we as a society keep now be different? Would the gods that we worship be different? Would we still worship gods if there's a, there's a fucking a, a known observable fact that you can alter reality by learning magic, right? So, like, just, I don't know. I don't know. This this had a, a point and a direction, but it's gone now. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. I'll see you all next time. Thoughtfully absent-minded, boy, you and me is thoughtfully absent-minded. Come and see, yeah. Come and see.